Hello everyone, my name is Jen Torres and I am a God, and so are you. Like many of you, I was raised to believe that if I just prayed hard enough, God would save me. As it turns out, that was actually true. I saved me. At the age of 15, I became pregnant with a beautiful baby girl who dropped in just in time to save my miserable life. This was my first awakening. This podcast is about all of the words and listening to those words to begin to envision what is possible. Because sometimes, as individuals, we feel we need to know everything, have it all together, and be everything all of the time. But that's why we live in a world filled with other people. Each person holds a piece of the puzzle. It's about being open to new information, new ideas, and new perspectives. We're going to talk about all of the topics surrounding what it takes for you to step into your God Goddess. Journey with me as we uncover all things living self-actualized and in your inherent divine God state. This podcast is about doing whatever it takes to develop and nourish the God in you. Oh, hello everyone and welcome to another brand new episode of the She's a God podcast. My name is Jen Torres. I am the host of this show and a human design reader. Welcome to the show. Today I want to do a solo episode and just kind of shoot the shit about things that just are happening, right? So this one is all about like the priestess path so far. So if you've listened to previous episodes, you know I've had on women who are would call themselves high priestesses or witches or something like that in that sort of realm, shaman women, medicine women, all of this type of energy that's sort of in this realm of priestess. So I really wanted to talk about this because it is such an initiation to be on the priestess path. Like the entire thing is the most amazing, challenging, frustrating, ecstatic experience you can ever have in your life. And one thing I like to say is that the priestess path, it kind of, I feel personally that this path specifically, it finds you. Like you don't find it, it finds you is really how I've seen it happen for me and other people that I know and love. And the first thing I want to do is just kind of let's digest the word because I feel like that word in general can bring up a lot of things for people. So when people hear the word priestess, a lot of times they can feel just curious. Like, what is that? What what is this? What is she, what are you talking about? Or it could have a feeling of like this feeling of expansion, connectiveness, like I know this energy. I am this energy. Talk to me more about what you're doing. I know this. And another way I've seen it connect with people is it could feel like almost a trigger for them where they hear that word and they're like, why would you call someone that? Why wouldn't you just call them a shaman or a medicine woman or a witch? Why would you call them a priestess? So that's why I feel like it. this actual particular word can be so interesting for so many people because you get so many different 
different reactions and so many different people who are experiencing the word in different ways. So let me just talk a little bit about my experience with it. So when I started on my journey, my spiritual journey, I was just basically in the world of understanding oneness, universal oneness, presence. I had many people who know my story. Basically, I had a kundalini awakening that happened in 2018 and it was very dramatic. Okay. It wasn't like something that was like beautiful, although it was beautiful, but it was very difficult. Okay. Because it was one of those like kundalini awakenings that was like you hear about that are very shocking and kind of like disrupt your entire system. That's how it went down for me. And when that happened, I right away, you know, I'm a five one in human design. My one line being that investigator line, I started investigating. I was like, what is this? What's going on? Realized I had a Kundalini awakening. I, from there, hired a Kundalini coach and I was working with him for about a year until I could master my energy. I also started working with another coach who he is all about authentic uh, energy. Uh, His name is Oliver online, Oliver Authentic Energy, I think is the name that he goes by. So I was working back and forth between these two people just to kind of get myself at reacclimated, understanding how to control my energy, protect my energy, all of these things. Then less than a year into my spiritual awakening, found my first high priestess. And when I seen her, I immediately knew. I was like, okay, yep, this is it. She was holding sacred ceremony, incense, sisterhood, sacred sisterhood. This was all taking place online. Okay. So I journeyed with her for almost two years. In that process, I went through many online initiations, different levels of initiations online through mystery schools, through priestess initiations. Eventually, I started working with another priestess, high priestess, went through a bunch of initiations with her, traveled with her to Egypt and to Greece, went through initiations there. Eventually, and throughout the mix of all of these years, two, three years, I found many women who were priestess women and crones and all of this and journeyed with a 13 moon coven of women who that really kind of gave me a base to understand the different lineages that people come from and how, you know, everybody relates to every woman relates to her mystical path her spiritual path in their own way. Some people might be more called to that very shaman, medicine woman energy. Like that is their lineage. That's where they feel most resonant in that energy. Some women feel more resonant with being like a green witch, an herbalist, or there are many different kinds of of witches, right? So maybe you're called to certain areas of this and that feels more resonant. Some women I've heard first feel called to some sort of energy that would be called witch or earth woman or medicine woman or shaman, and then eventually get to a place where they are on, they feel they're stepping more into their priestess. It depends on the person. Now, there's no levels here in my mind. There's no levels because trust me, I have, when I say I went for it, I 
fucking went for it. I bought every single thing under the sun that called my name. I went on pilgrimages. I traveled around the world. I did the motherfucking thing. Like I just threw myself into this because I knew it was what I was supposed to be doing and what was calling me. So I just went in and I did it knowing and trusting like, okay, this is what I'm divinely intended to be doing. So I'm gonna just dive in and do it. Okay. So I did. And that's what led me on my path. And I just want to say right away, there's no wrong way to do it. Everybody comes from different lineages. Everybody has a different way of feeling into it. But what I was saying is that it doesn't matter what you're called because there's no levels or anything like that. Even though many women will still say there's different levels. But then what's funny is I see some women who will say like call themselves a high priestess and, and always be talking about the levels and how there's some people who are over here and over there, but they themselves don't realize that their container is actually not as potent and powerful as many of the other containers out there. That's been my personal experience is I've noticed some women are like, oh, like this is me and I can be in their container. And I'm like, holy shit, this other lady that has this other thing going on over here and she's not even tooting her horn. That shit's like next level fucking activations, transmissions, all this kind of stuff, grid work, light work, light codes, all this kind of stuff. So it's really funny. Like you will see that. You will see people try and then you see other people who will say that they're like oh i'm a high priestess i've been doing this for 40 years whatever it is and they are the most shadowy people you will ever meet okay like i'm i'm not calling anybody else specifically i'm just saying this has been my experience as an initiate as an initiate somebody who's still going through these processes and on my journey i don't like to call myself anything because it's just like i'm just a soul that's going through my my path but i like to serve women in sister circle and have sacred sisterhood and all of that because that's my jam that's what i like to do but don't be fooled okay because i've seen super super you would call quote unquote high level priestesses who have you know 17, 18, 19,000 people in their Facebook containers, and they are doing the, mo the most basic work. They're not doing any kind of light code activations or anything. They're doing the most basic shit ever. And they will be like hating on anybody who's doing anything more than them. So it's really interesting. Like you will see as you journey and as you get become initiated under different people, just be conscious of the different things that are taking place around you. And what I like to do is I don't like to judge it. I see what's happening. And I'm just like, okay, that's them in their path. What I notice a lot too, is like a lot of like older women who have been on the path for 20, 30, 40 years, not all of them, but some of them can get very, very, very touchy about people who, especially these young people. Okay. I'm talking young, like younger than me in their 20s that are coming out hot okay like they're these are these like straight up celestial beings that are being born as freaking christ consciousness type of people like they are just next next level spiritual people and i'm just like super cool like i don't care like that's not me i don't i'm not 
you know, got nothing to do with me. But what I'll notice is like some of the people who have been on the path for a really long time, they have such a hard time with that. Not all of them, but many of them are like, they get like, they're like, I've been initiated in all of these lineages and I've shaved my head for this. And like, and I'm like, I am sorry that you had to go through all that. But like this person over here, this little 20 year old over here is doing some shit. Okay. Like their, their container is next, 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 next level and you can tell they're just channeling. They're just doing what feels natural to them. And they're not, you know, they haven't been through 30 initiations. <laughs> and they're just like these light beings that are just like walking around. It's insane. So you will see so many things like this. And then you'll see people who have women who have been on the spiritual path for like two days. And they're like, I am the high priestess of like, blah, blah. And you just can feel the inauthenticity and you're like, holy shit, dude. Like this is, I'm not, this isn't vibing. Like I'm not vibing with this. Um, and what's so cool about being sensitive people, light workers, whatever you want to call it, there's so many different words for people who are on the spiritual path and who are doing this work is that, you know, whether you resonate with that or not. Okay. There's so many people who are new on their spiritual path and you don't have to resonate with any words that are thrown out there. These are all just things that people say. But what I want to say is that so much of it is can be like smoke and mirrors. But what's really cool is that as people who are opening up and becoming more sensitive or are already, if you've already been on your path for a really long time and you're like, yes, I'm like an indigo child or a star seed or blah, blah, whatever. What's cool about people like us is that we can sense what feels right. And our, as long as we're strong enough and we have the courage enough to trust our intuition and our energy, we are, we're always going to be safe. You're always going to be able to spot the people who are on some bullshit and that, you know, are just trying to take your money or something like that. So just always trust how you feel. If it feels phony, if it feels inauthentic, then it's likely not safe and it's not something that's actually going to help you or even something that you need. You could be born into these activations and into these awakening levels and you could just be literally coming in hot as fuck and be ready you know and it's not to say that even those people don't have things that they're gonna have to learn and grow into obviously all of us are human beings that are here on earth and we are all in this classroom for a reason so we're all learning as we're going as well and going through the lessons and going through this deeper understanding. So there are many different definitions of what a priestess is or even a witch or a shaman or a medicine woman. There's all these different ideas about what this energy is, but it's it's just about what's true to you and what you can hold yourself to and what feels most authentic to you on your path. And when I started this podcast episode off, I was talking a lot about how it can be very difficult, right? Like it can be this, what it feels like the entire time in some sort of initiation. What I realized is that it's extremely, it can be extremely challenging. It's very rewarding, but it can be extremely challenging being on the priestess path and it can feel lonely at times because there's so many women who are still battling with their sister wounds and people still healing. And so we're searching for that connection, but some of us are still healing through certain things including myself. And so this is just about knowing that 
it's one of the harder things you'll ever do in life. And like I mentioned, it's not really something that you go after and you seek so much as it calls you. It just pops up in your life. That's what happened to me. It just was in my life, showed up on the screen. And it was like, my soul was just like, yep, like this is it. Like I could feel it in every cell in my body. Like this is where, this is who you are. And honestly, I remember the first time I ever sat in a sister circle. It was an online circle. And the first time I ever sat through a circle, it was the first time in my life that I ever felt like this is who I am. This is who I am. This is, that was literally the first time in my entire life that I was like, oh, this is who I am. I've never felt like any of it, like any of the fads or trends that have gone on or like, you know how people attach themselves to different things, especially in the United States, like I'm this or I'm that, whatever. I've never felt connected to any of it. I felt interest in certain things, but I've never actually felt connected. Like this is me. This is who I am until I found the priestess path and sisterhood ceremony. That was the very first time I'm like, boom, this is my life. This is who I am. And I 100% understood who I was. That was the very first time. So what I want to do is I guess offer some support at the same time around the path. And, you know, if you're somebody who's been on it for a while or you're just starting or whatever it is, you just got to understand that there's things you're going to battle and go through that are going to make you question every move you've made in your on your path. Okay, especially on the path of a medicine woman, which priestess, whatever you want to go by. It's it can feel extremely challenging to where you want to completely throw in the towel and be like, fuck this. Like, this is crazy. When I got called to Egypt and even to Greece, okay, you would think that I would be the most happy person while I'm there. The most grateful, smiley person ever. I maybe smiled twice, like (laughs) during those times. Like I really be, the reason why is because I was begrudgingly going on these pilgrimages because I knew my soul was calling me to go on them. And it was like an undeniable feeling. Should I go do this thing? No fucking question. Go and do it. This is what I'm supposed to do. This is the next step in my path. It was like no doubt, absolutely no doubt that I was supposed to be going and doing these things. The reason why I'm saying I begrudgingly did it is because I, my life was falling apart. Okay. Everything I thought I knew was being unraveled. Every, all of my relationships that I've been working so hard to build were completely fucking falling apart. My life that I had spent, you know, at that time, 34, 35 years building was finally at a place where I feel like I could breathe. As some of you know, I had my daughter very young. So it's like, I spent a lot of my life in struggle. My parents are amazing people. They're working class people. Thank God I had them in my life. They never gave up on me, always helped me. But my, I had to work for everything I have. So I've done every job you could think of. I was a waitress. I was sold. I worked in clothing stores. I've done fast food. I worked in Walmart customer service. Like I literally have done every job you can think of. I was a casino server. I was a loan officer. Finally, I was in fashion, working as a fashion merchandiser. 
in e-commerce, okay? That was like the last job I had before I went on my spiritual work. But what I'm saying is that it was a long journey, right? Like I spent so much time building my life, getting it to where it was. Finally, it was just like the family business was doing well. I could breathe a little. Everything was going sweet. Then, boom, mass spiritual awakening. Everything I thought that I knew wasn't who I was. Everything fell apart. Okay, like I didn't even know who the fuck I was. It was terrible. Like I just didn't know who I was. It was crazy. Found the priestess path. That was like, boom, this is who you are. This is what you're designed to do. Then you go on this journey where you're like, thank the goddess. I found where I'm supposed to be. I go on these pilgrimages to Egypt, Greece. I attend. I take every single fucking initiation you could think of under the sun. Thousands and thousands of dollars. Okay. Thank God I did it all. I'm happy I did it. It's part of who I am. I got so much out of it. At the same time, I realized I'm a self-hating priestess. Okay. That's what I realized. I was on these pilgrimages. I was going and doing these amazing things and I just couldn't be happy because I didn't know who the fuck I was. I felt so unstable in my life. I thought I'm in my mid thirties. Okay, I had my daughter when I was 16, consciously chose not to have any more children. I just wanted to get through raising her right, okay? I was on these pilgrimages and I'm just like, what the fuck am I doing? Why am I here? Like, even though it's like my soul was like, boom, you're exactly where you need to be. Everything felt exactly right. Every single ceremony was the best seconds of my life, okay? Nothing beats ceremony in Egypt, in the temple spaces, in Greece, in the, in, on the ley lines. I, I mean, thank the goddess. I'm so grateful I was able to have these experiences. But you got to understand, my entire life was falling apart. My relationship was falling apart because I couldn't figure out, I, I didn't know who I was. I, everything I thought I knew, 35 plus years of building myself, only to realize everything comes apart. You realize, holy shit, this is not all this I've learned from the time I've been a kid. All of this programming, all of these things that I thought I loved in my life, I thought like this is who I am, I fucking hate them. It's not me. I don't want to be here. Like in terms of I would go to these things that I've always wanted to do in my life. I was going to the coolest shit you guys fuck I've ever been to. Okay, I'm not trying to break, but I finally was in a place in my life I can go and do cool shit. My daughter was old enough. She just didn't, she was like off with her friends, driving her car, being happy. And I was like going to EDM Fest in Vegas, fucking going to Electric Forest. Like I was fucking on top of the world, like going to all the UFC events. Like I was just like, you know, shopping, like designer. Like I finally got to a place I'm like, Yes, like I can live the life I want to live. I know who the fuck I am. Fucking perfect. That's where I was when everything blew apart. I had two years of of my life being perfect where I wasn't living paycheck to paycheck anymore like I have been my whole life. It was only a couple of years. I literally just had a whole, I don't know what's going on with these videos, Okay, I'm recording this podcast and I'm being recorded with video and all of a sudden all of this confetti comes down on the screen right after I said I don't live paycheck to, like when I was 
living paycheck to paycheck and now I'm not anymore. What I, this is what I'm saying, okay? To go back now, everything blows up in my life. I'm introduced to the priestesshood. My soul, I would have given a fucking organ to some of these women. I would have given a kidney to some of these women that, you know, and I still would to many of them, thank goddess that I'm connect, stay connected to many of the high priestesses I was initiated under. I would still, if I could serve them in any way, I would. Here's the catch. You fucking run into darkness and holes and crazy experiences that will scare the soul out of your body, okay? Like this doesn't happen to everybody, but if you go deep enough and you start really, you know, you, you can experience certain people, places and events that are not good, horrible experiences. So I had a horrible experience and it fucked me up for a long time. I'm not going to lie. It was like a year and I was like fucked up. I was like, damn, like I wish I never went to that retreat. It was on some weird dark shit. Holy fuck. It took me like a year to recover from that. So what am I saying in all of this? I am saying that you cannot give up on something that is true. You cannot give up on something that is true. If you are on your spiritual path and you're bumping into some crazy shit, you're going through some crazy dark experiences, you're dealing with weird ass spiritual people that are fucking crazy. You gotta just keep going, okay? You got to realize that there's not, not everybody's good. Not every experience is going to be euphoric, blissful, the best shit ever. When I look back on my time in Egypt and Greece, the, the best times of my life, I couldn't even enjoy them because I was so, I was so stuck on the fact that my actual life was falling apart, that I was being a self-hated priestess. I didn't want to tell anybody that's who I was. I didn't, I didn't want to be part of it. I didn't want to put my name to that, okay? Even more recently, I was messaging with a, a sister priestess, and I told her, do you ever feel, this was only a couple months ago that I did this, and I tell her, do you ever feel like, see, I, I don't want to say the wrong thing, but I told her, do you ever feel like, representing yourself as a priestess online. And for you, that might be witch. For you, that might be medicine woman, whatever it is. But this was my question to her. She's very successful in what she does in her spiritual work. I asked her, I said, do you ever feel you having that on your IG, on your Facebook, initiated priestess, ordained priestess, green witch, medicine woman, shaman, whatever you have on there. I asked her, I said, do you ever feel like that holds you back? That's going to hold you back at some point. Like it's not going to actually, you're not going to fully step into your full success because you're labeling yourself this. I actually asked her that because it's a real concern for me. And I know that sounds naive and like short-sighted possibly even. And it also might sound out of alignment because how can you not be true to who you are online? and expect people to see you in your authenticity is these are real thoughts that come up in people's minds. It's like, I want to be successful. I want to travel the world. I want to help people, right? On a spiritual level, I want to help spiritual women become insanely rich and wealthy. And when I say wealthy, 
I'm talking in every single area of your life. It doesn't matter if you have a million dollars in the bank, if all of your relationships are in shit and you're eating fucking McDonald's. I'm talking about wealthy in every area of your life. I can see that if the witches and the priestesses and the medicine women had all of the fucking money, millions, billions of dollars circulating in the world, infinite potential, and money is infinite. That's my true belief. Money is endless. And if all of that was in the hands of these healers, these women who are medicine women, shaman, priestesses, who have soul desire to heal the planet, our entire life would be, our world would be a different place. I can see that so clearly. So it's like, there are these real moments that come up where I'm like, I'm a priestess or posting about being a witch on Samhain. Is that going to fuck me up? Like in the future, <laughs> like are our investors going to in the future, like in the near future, are they going to look at me and be like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, who are you? Like what? These are the insecurities that come up. And the thing is, is that it's true. It's fucking insecurity. I know. And it's not true. It doesn't matter. But the reason why I think I'm explaining this right now and I'm bringing it onto the podcast is because people feel this way. Many people feel this way in the spiritual community. They wonder like, is this, am I always going to be like spiritual and broke just because I chose to be spiritual? These are the things that cross people's minds. Now they might not say that because they might just say, oh, it's just, I just, I just want to. And you know what? That might be true for them. They might be fine with that. And not feel that they want that additional financial security or whatever. That might be true for them. But what I'm saying is that the reason why I bring this up is because these are real insecurities that come up. And the overall spiritual path, whatever you call yourself, you might just be a person, call yourself spiritual and that's fine. Whatever feels good to you. When you're on your spiritual path, things happen that suck. And I'm not just talking shadow work. I'm not just talking something, some deep shadow work is taking place and you've been lying on your floor crying for three days and you don't know why. Probably because you're purging lineages of shadow. Who knows? And so it's like you're ascending, you're releasing. But what I'm really saying here is that there's so many things that are going to come up along your path that are going to make you doubt everything you've done so far. It's going to feel like everything I've done so far in the last five years, whatever, however long, five, 10, 15, 20 years you've been on your path, was that all a mistake? It can really feel like that sometimes. But what I encourage you to just do, if this is where you are, is to just stick, take a step back and look at the whole picture. Look at where you were when you were unconscious, just being a fucking robot, living in your life before, and the crazy stupid shit you were doing for outward pleasures in life, to make yourself happy, to make yourself feel like you're doing something. And then look at where you are today and kind of say, okay, even though this can get really crazy sometimes and I can doubt every single aspect of what I'm doing, at the end of it, I'm living the most authentically pure life with intention and love and conscious conscious connection, conscious decision-making than I ever have before in my entire life. So just being able to reflect on that and see that for yourself, that's huge, okay? It's huge. Like, I can't even tell you how big it is. 
it is so, it's such a big step on your spiritual path to be able to say that, to look back at your whole path and just be like, well, thank goddess I woke up (laughs) and I'm doing what I'm doing right now. And I'm taking aligned action, soul aligned action in the way in which I know I'm designed to go. Following my human design, following my soul guidance. Thank goddess I'm, I'm doing it. And I'm doing this because this is the most authentic authentic expression of my soul and where I know I am right now. And just trust that that is enough to hold you. Because sometimes you have to hold yourself. You, you have to hold yourself. You have to tell yourself you're okay. And that's all you'll have sometimes. Nobody's going to understand it. Nobody's going to be able to help you. Even your best spiritual friend, best spiritual partner, whatever, is might not totally understand what you're going through or know what the fuck to say to you. It's you and your soul. Your body is the vehicle. Your soul is guiding you. Your soul is the driver. Your design is the driver, right? Your personality side is the vehicle in human design. So it's just about trusting where you are, honoring where you are, and not giving up. It's really as simple as that. Not giving up. Knowing and trusting that every single step you've taken so far is in divine alignment for exactly where you need to be right now, on your path, the right perfect lessons you need to take. The universe knows best. It knows exactly how to get you where you want to go in the way that's going to be the most authentic and in divine alignment with your highest soul expression. It knows. And you just can't give up. You got to just continue to trust yourself. Continue to know and trust that you're the one with the answers. You're the one that's going to be able to know if something feels energetically correct for you or not. Whether that be a sisterhood, a new person that you're learning from, maybe a spiritual partner you're just starting to date, maybe a new job that you're taking. You're the one that's going to know what's good for you. And you just cannot give up on what you're doing. You have to trust and know It's all in divine alignment for the highest expression of your soul life, in your soul path, in your spiritual priestess path, your witch path, shaman path, medicine woman path, whatever it is. You just have to trust and know that it is in divine alignment for you. And you just have to keep going forward. And that's what I want to say about this. It's my priestess path so far. I've been in it for, what, five years now? I've had lots of up and downs, ups and downs. And it's, it's, sucks sometimes. <laughs> my spiritual path, I'm like, oh my God. Ugh. Like sometimes you just like, why am I even in this life? But then you're like, oh yeah, duh. There's something I'm here to contribute to this. There's something I'm here to do to create a new expression in this environment, a new expression in this connection, in this in this soul alignment. So just keep trusting your path. This was just a little soul solo episode, solo episode. (laughs) Uh, And I hope you all enjoy it. And I will be back as always next Thursday with a brand new episode of the She's a God podcast. Much love. Thank you for listening to the She's a God podcast. Tune in next Thursday for a brand new episode. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. I would love to hear from you. Follow me on social media at This Is Jen Torres for all of the latest. 
And remember, she is a God, and so are you.